What's going on, everybody? We are a family of nerds. Welcome back to our podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. My name is McFly. To my right is Greg Lopez. What's going on, Greg? What up, everyone? To my left is In Her Scope, the one on scope. I'm not crying. You're crying. (laughs) So, we all watched episode two of Winter Falcon. I'm going to get right into it. I like this episode way more than the first episode. There was so much to dissect from this episode. Um, We had the new Captain America. We learned about who he is, John Walker, who was in the comics. We found out about Isaiah, who was also in the comics, which was a big, big cool thing for me, in, in my opinion. And we also got the dynamic of Bucky and Sam finally meeting and getting together and why. And we also got Zemo coming into the picture, hopefully. And we, we got to know the Flag Smashers and their leader, I'm assuming their leader, Carly Morgenthau, right? So all those things were in this episode. There's so much to dissect from that. But like I said, I liked this episode way better than the first one, just because we now have more context and it's actually getting into the story and, and answering some of the questions we had. It, it was pretty cool, for sure. The I think we're kind of, like you said, entering the the story really i feel like what is it the rubber is hitting the road we we have bucky i mean it was kind of abrupt he just shows up and he's like pissed <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> sam is like don't come at me on your overextended life and get get here with all that outrage you don't get to tell me what to do yeah i felt like it was pretty cool to just i guess it was only one episode without them but it was like cool to see them meet up so i was like okay it's it's going now yeah it it felt like it was longer right than one episode to be honest definitely cool to see them come together and we figured it was going to be about cap i think one of us maybe it was you greg that said that that's how they were going to get together with something that has to do with with cap the episode was really good dude cabs in america is a fucking douchebag (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude he's all chin and no strap yeah (laughs) he's they start where you're like for me it was like i felt like for him just a little bit you know he's got the nerves you know he wants to be a good guy and then by the end of the episode it's like he's losing his cool like all over the place it's like oh no he was a douchebag in the beginning bro when the girl was in the fucking locker room and he was talking about how he used to fucking flag smash that you know what i'm saying like fuck. At the beginning though, they painted him like, oh, he's this good soldier who wants to do right by Cap, right? Like he even said, like it's a it's a lot to to follow in his footsteps. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, all right, so at least it's going to somebody who respects what Cap was about. But then by the end of the episode, it was almost like a one eighty where he's like almost power hungry. That's at least what I got out of it. You know what I noticed though? I was really on the second time watching where he's on the back of the truck with uh, Sam. So Bucky's already got out. He asked uh, the partner. He says his name is like Battlestar. And when he hears Battlestar, Bucky's like, oh, so you're my replacement, you know, Mm -hmm. because of his star. I thought that was it. So he's like, I'm out. And and then Sam's still there. He's like, I'm going to be receptive. I'm going to listen to what you have to say. And the guys, he's still doing, he's like, I'm just trying to be the best cap that I can be. And it'd be great if I could have his wingman by my side. And Sam's like, it's always the last line. And so I didn't, I didn't really like get exactly why that was offensive until the second time around, I was like, you know what he is, he's doing is he wants to, like, he respects the role of Cap, but he doesn't understand why Cap had ride or dies on his side. He doesn't realize. He's naive. He's the young soldier who thinks he's got it all figured out, but has no clue 
the thing is, is I was thinking about it is like he wants to step into the role and have the same dynamic with Cap's old friends. Yeah, He's like, I don't want to replace him, but the way that I talk about being him is I do want to replace him. So, yeah. so that that was the thing. It was like he. That's why you don't Cap- date girls off Tinder. That's how they are. <laughs> but basically, it was like he's not seeing them as like equals. He's like, I'm the main guy in the yeah. story, and you're gonna, you guys are gonna be my sidekicks. And he, they're like, Cap didn't make us his sidekicks. Mm-hmm. I was Cap's co-worker. We were teammates. Equal. He just, equal, yeah, bro. We were, we were equal. equal. He was just calling shots because he had a plan. But yeah. that was it. He didn't yeah. feel like, I tell you what to do. He was like, no, no, no. no. Yeah, I just have you. a good freaking plan. Anybody have a better plan? <laughs> they got their ass whooped by Ant-Man. You can't tell somebody <laughs> like that what to do. They can't. That's just fucked up now. But yeah, so so I was like, this this guy, He's he thinks he gets it, but he doesn't actually get it. No, he don't yeah. get he, shit. He's going through the motions to be Cap. He hasn't done the self-reflection to be Cap. That's that's mm-hmm. kind of my take on him, why he's kind of a douche. I want to have, like, given the benefit of that, like, that he's just naive, but at the same time, like, there's only a certain amount of douchiness that I can really tolerate. It's his his uh his character arc, man. He, he's hey. he's starting he's starting in a rocky place, you know. He That's has true. room to grow. If so. they ever do a live action Mario, though, he would make a great cinder block that jumps down in the castle because <laughs> that chin. He just would he be Waluigi? <laughs> Dude, the nostalgia. Or Wario. Oh, dude, dude, that chin. He could have been Thanos. God damn. <laughs> Thanos, but they wouldn't have had to CGI's chin. It would have just been fucking his chin. It was. It wasn't a glove though. It was like a chin strap with all the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Like, ah, big ass fucking big ass Gandalf looking beard appears out of it nowhere. You know, fucking Tim Allen from Santa Claus and shit. Like, <laughs> God damn. One of the things that really I really liked. There's a lot of them, but one of the things I really liked about this episode was when they did the whole little sit down with Bucky's therapist. Oh my god, they yes. were like, let's get close and like, let's touch thighs. Yeah, play like patty cake. Uh, but it, you kind of got into Bucky's head there a little bit. Realized that the reason he's hurting from what Sam did was because he's worried that maybe Cap was wrong about him. I think that was a super powerful moment and a really good moment in the show. And I think it was important too because it, it's going to show Bucky's motivation moving forward. That, that whole dynamic, they're joking, but it was a serious moment, right? Like, I love how they're showing his feelings after being yeah. like this fucking psycho serial killer, dude. Like, for real, like Michael fucking like Jason versus Freddy type shit in his head, dude. And yeah. Just going crazy. And now you just get to see him and he's like a fucking care bear. And you just want to fucking hold him and love him and treat yeah. him right and give him water. I don't fucking know. But... <laughs> Yeah, and you you could you can see on Sam's face too when he was talking about that, like that he realized why Bucky's being the way he is, but he didn't like acknowledge it, which was weird to me. I mean, like that they're both going through their own thing at the same time is part of the problem. Like you, yeah. you can't really expect like somebody who's grieving to take care of somebody else who's grieving. You know, like they both are supposed to be taking care of themselves. Right. I always think of it as when the airplane's going down, put the put the mask over your face before you put it over your head. Because you might pass out before yeah, you're yeah. able to do that. So that's the that's the thing. It's like save yourself or you both drown. Uh, which and I just use two examples for the same thing. Yeah, I think he probably understood what that meant. Because yeah, Bucky is like using Cap's the stamp of approval, yeah. kind of. Yes, that yes. like so like if if Cap says you're a good person and Cap says I'm a good person then and you're a good person then therefore I'm a good person like he's right. moving through that logic and so you have to be a good person now or I'm irredeemable and if I'm irredeemable I should just die yeah 
that's that's the the cliff that he's on the edge of right now and that's it's it's pretty intense man and i thought it was cool too that um sam was like like maybe you guys are never gonna get this but i did what i thought was right and i feel like it's like you also have to have a bit of perspective because i i noticed too that like bucky just kind of just ran into his life and telling him what to do and it's like chill out man i think that was like the most like <laughs> powerful moment of the entire episode because yeah I, I, I don't know about you maybe i assumed and maybe i shouldn't have but i'm assuming that that's kind of a, a subtle mention of of him the fact that he's black he even said that i don't think you and cat would understand this would understand my decision but i want you to guys i want you to know that i did what i thought was right i'm i'm assuming that that's kind of what he's alluding to he didn't go into further detail and they didn't talk about it after that i'm pretty sure that this show is going to get into that aspect of it because they've already even and kind of going into to isaiah too they totally hit him from everybody and you and you know that sam was pissed off about that that scene oh yeah dude i mean it, that's how it escalates to the police mm-hmm. is like he's like feeling betrayed he's like how he's feeling like so many levels of betrayal right here i bet he felt being black might be an issue with him becoming this like American superhero for, for like whatever reasons, right or wrong. Like that's just a problem that that might be there. And, and like right before he goes into Isaiah's house, he does a boom roast on that kid. Uh, are you black kid? Because you know, you're a black kid. (laughs) And like, he's like, I'm not black Falcon. I'm Falcon. That's who Mm -hmm. I am. Unfortunately, like race comes before like seeing that they're a hero. And that's exactly what happens when he comes back outside the door the police sees a black guy that's you know being a bit too loud ask the white guy are you okay at the end of the scene the white guy's the one that's going to jail (laughs) it was just it was kind of a trip but yeah sam sam is like i've been betrayed by my government from them like creating a super soldier and throwing them out to to fight things that they weren't like do the dirty work please right and get no recognition and then i'm gonna throw you in jail and test you and do all these things you're gonna get you're gonna get none of the the recognition that you deserve and then nobody's gonna have that that hero if if they had a a black superhero years before he might not be having the issues that he's having today that that's huge man that's huge (laughs) it's like there's there's never been a black superhero you know like that's that visible, you know, because Black Panther, we don't know like how long that's been going. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I was happy to see Isaiah in the show because he literally was the Black Captain America. The downside of that is it's obvious he's at the end of his rope, which means we won't actually be getting we're not going to get the Isaiah version of Black Captain America. And in the comic, he was like took no shit from anybody. He was noble, just like Chris Evans version of Captain America was. But he was kind of more like go get this done, no questions asked, and would go and do it. And he would call people out if if they were biased in any way, whether it be, you know, sexist, racist, whatever. So it would have been kind of cool to have that aspect kind of brought into it. But again, I think it was cool he was in this at least. And it did kind of fuel a fire between Sam and Bucky for sure. I mean, they literally were hiding a black superhero, so, like you said. So it's, it's Yeah, and then crazy. they treated him like a criminal afterwards, yeah. after yeah. everything that he did, like services yeah. to the country. Yeah. Let's uh let's throw you in jail and test you and and then they like, started to do the like same, lab rat. Like you said, they try, started to do the same thing to Sam, like literally outside his house. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So, so like he, he felt super confident going into that house. And then his, his confidence is, you know, like what he knows to be right is, is shaken. 
to its core probably and then he's almost arrested and he's like okay so like all these things that he knows to be true are like coming out to not be so like like he he just his his confidence is breaking down so i i think by the time that they're in that uh therapy session like he's like okay my government hid all this stuff i i could get arrested any day bucky hid this secret from me he hid it from cap for you know for his own reasons so right. i i think that's kind of interesting too that when he says that you might not understand this but i i did what i thought was right and bucky could be saying the same thing about why he didn't talk about isaiah he's like i did i thought he had been through enough i didn't think yeah. you know so it's like t- take a step back I'm like, this is what's right. And you should do what's right every single time. And you should be judged harshly when you don't do it. Maybe try to see things from people's perspectives because you might not have the same one. Right. And so that's kind of like how similar they are. Yeah. They're they're still like two different ways, you know, like how there's how similar they are, but in their own characteristics, their own way. And I think that's, that's actually pretty dope that they did that. That's That's deep. That's good. Cause like, um, when, um, Sam meets Cap, they kind of like commiserate about like serving in the military and stuff. And that's kind of like this, their shared experiences. That's how they bond. And so this is kind of like, it's like lining up those experiences so that if you don't get pushed around, you don't really like share some of those details you don't really want to share. And then now that they're getting pushed out of their comfort zone and forced to talk about it with one another and stuff, like this is where that friendship is probably going to start to like get forged. So definitely. Yeah, man. Like you said, this uh, this episode was really good. It, I think the first one was definitely setting the scene so that when we see the clash, it's that much more uh, visible. Yeah, I think the first one kind of was almost oversimplified. And I think after WandaVision, I don't know, maybe it, it caught me at least off guard that it was how different it was. And this one kind of up the all the different things that are going on. They're bringing cultural, cultural, social issues, all that stuff into play. But kind of piggybacking off of what both of you were just saying is I'm just surprised that Bucky didn't bring it up earlier about mm-hmm. Isaiah just because one it's a big thing that there were other super soldiers in general that were out there and two i feel like he probably could have helped in a few of these previous movies maybe just a tad just a little bit i don't know but that's that's just kind of a a question that i have no i don't think it would help because he hates him he was kind of old and and yeah i I don't think he i I guess like infinity war might have been one where you might be like i'm gonna call everybody in my contacts yeah outside of that one i don't know that he would have had too many chances in the films he was in in terms of why he wouldn't bring him up it wasn't like an opportunity right i guess for him to really help besides yeah and and even in this one like he's not really helping like he's not really they're they're nowhere near being friends i mean you don't think he's gonna show up ever help them out I, just, I don't know how much more of him we'll see. I did see that apparently the his grandson that answers the door is supposed to be like young Patriot or something. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Really? He, yeah. He's like another superhero and he'll oh, be like part of the Young Avengers. And apparently there's like a bunch of kind of like the, the kids. Eli Bradley. Ho- Hawkeye's. Eli Hawkeye's Bradley. Daughter. Eli Bradley is his grandson's name okay yeah but yeah the the, the all the young avengers are, are going to start to be introduced soon potentially i don't know i could see i could see him isaiah kind of like coming around to help in in some way but it had to be like pretty extreme because i feel like he really distrusts uh the outside world and for good reason 30 years for dealing the suit and then we, we we've seen the avengers do some some stuff that put them in jail but then you know they get pardoned so it's like right. they've got to get a jail free card that he didn't have so it's it's just like really shitty that like nobody had his back, you know? Yeah. When they have like Tony Stark, somebody like that, or like Steve Rogers, there's some like real world pull, you know, like celebrity status kind of, or, or like they're not only like super helpful because of how smart or how strong or how good at fighting and strategy they are. 
but they they also have they have the means to really like help you in like a real normal situation you know having bruce wayne kind of but that's just basically having a millionaire buddy like you know imagine like oops i i need bail and they're like how much it's a done deal versus like oops i need bail and all your friends are like you know that that really sucks i guess we're gonna have to start a gofundme yeah and we'll see if it works out yeah <laughs> and then at the time where they didn't have that you know so isaiah was totally rude so i i don't know if he'll ever set foot outside of that house that's, that's almost like how I feel with him. Like, I'm, I wouldn't blame him if he didn't. Yeah, I just, I feel like towards the end, whenever there's something huge going on, that he might pop up and help them out. But who knows? Like, be super clutch. And he wants that arm. I wonder if we could rip this one off because he's it's vibranium. He shouldn't be able yeah. to. No, no, no. That's what Condon steel, baby. That's 100% authentic fucking steel right there. That's organic, <laughs> organic, baby. I think it's interesting to you that uh, I'm going to call him John Walker because. Not my cat. Dude, okay, his name sounds like a cheap drink, like a really cheap drink. Like Johnny so it's Walker. It's not Johnny Walker. Yeah, it's, it's John, John Walker. Walker. <laughs> like the label looks weird. It's, it's still like you John. You can't Walker. afford the Johnny Walker, but can I get the John Walker? It's the jo- John Walker Gray. Like it's supposed to be like black or red it's, it's or like, blue. It's like the like, Gray Goose, but spelled G R A Y instead of G R E Y. John Walker Orange. Like, shouldn't it be red? Sorry. Where's the blue label and the black label? Take a sip, grow a chin. Like, what? It looks like Mountain Dew. Just, you know, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I don't know why you're buying this. (laughs) I feel bad for you. So he broke him out of jail, right? Or not broke him. He paid his way out of jail using government money. Um, And that was kind of his like, hey, look at me. I'm being nice. Come be my friend that you were talking about, Greg. Um, oh, he's just got connections, man. He was probably just like on Cap's orders, take him out. And they were like, cool, can I get your autograph? <laughs> I think it's weird that he was able to like disable the black smashers that they met on the train because they're supposed to be super soldiers. Well, most of them are, and he's not. He just outsmarted them, essentially. He had weapons. In the comic, he's supposed to be super powerful. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that, that's the thing, too. When he pulled out a gun, I was like, that's so cringy. I'm not used to seeing Captain America using a, like a gun. The- pew pew. The last time was the first Avengers or the first Avenger, the first Cap movie. He has a gun because mm-hmm. it's like wartime. Plus, everybody was like, if you're going to shoot Nazis, it's fine. We're not yeah. going to be yeah. mad about yeah. that. Yeah, no one cares about that. <laughs> but Fuck. if you're shooting civilians, it's like, no, no, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah right. It's like, <laughs> But yeah, that was a trip, dude. He's immediately was like, going to shoot you. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to think about this too much. But he could handle the shield. Yeah, definitely. And nobody's heads popped off because, you know, PG-13. Uh-huh. They're super soldiers, dude. They have strong necks, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Very strong. Uh, it was cool because we we <laughs> we got insight on the flag smashers, which was awesome. Or at oh, least yeah. on 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 um, Carly Morgenthau. To be honest, by the end of the episode, I, I felt like more connected to her than I did to to John Walker. We don't have any really insight on what she's actually fighting for or what she's trying to accomplish yet. I don't really see that she's evil or mean or in any way. I just feel like she's trying to get something done. And if there's casualties, like it's for the greater good type of thing. Almost like honestly, kind of like um, like Cap. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't. I thought she, I thought she was going after people that were in charge because of how everything, how they've been treating everything and not like getting shit done. That's yeah, what they're alluding to, about- but they, they definitely. They don't want to go back to the how it was with the blip or whatever. Yeah. I think she, she was saying that they put people in charge when they came back from the blip, and then like they don't they don't deserve to be back just because they had it while they were away. Apparently, they they had a system that was working for people while everybody was gone. I mean, like we because we don't really know what that was like. Slash, like half the population was missing, so like you know that just seems like a huge bummer. But I mean, maybe the systems work better with less people. Like I, I don't think that's hard to imagine. She seems like she's kind of like she seems like she's fighting for. 
something. I don't know. Like, like she doesn't seem like a villain. I, at least I, I definitely got that. No, no, no. Funny, funny you should mention that because at the end of the episode, I, w- I was thinking to myself, I don't think the Flag Smashers are going to be the villain. No. And yeah, I honestly really... think the main villain in this is going to be John Walker. At least right yeah. now, that's kind of where the story's taking it. They're going to go and talk to Zemo. The other person that we don't know about that also makes us sympathetic to Carly was the text that she got. They're like, you stole my stuff. We're going to come kill you. Yeah. And near the end, when that guy gets shot up, it's the power brokers, man. That's another person that has like is a contender for being like the big bad, potentially. At least having ties to the big yeah. bad. Um, well, let me rephrase what I said then. I think John Walker at the very least is going to be some type of antagonist for sure. Whether he's the oh, yeah. villain, I don't I don't know about that. But Stay out of my way. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a thing that a hero says when they're not on a warpath. Because I feel like... When he said that, I was like, mm, yeah, you're, you're not cool, bro. I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember if anybody says it in Civil War. Like It seems almost like some, something that one of them say. But, uh, it's a yeah, douchebag Black thing. Panther. Because he's a douchebag. Oh, I mm. love Black See, Panther. So when you're on the path to vengeance, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe so that's what i mean like it doesn't feel like a heroic saying i'll save the day stay out of my way he realized like halfway through that movie panther that vengeance was going to be his downfall and he changed his mind he changed his mindset so you know how he says stay out of my way you know how Mm -hmm. he first met fucking falcon how he kept saying on your left on your left Maybe that's like a little nod to that, just for that, like that line, because you know what I'm saying? Like, stay on my way. But then Captain America, was, he was such a good person. He stayed to the left. You like, you really, it's deep. It's deep. That's a deep line, because you think about this, and here we are today. <laughs> that's kind of a good point. I, I don't know how much they're really trying to tie it back. But it seems like they're doing a lot of that kind of stuff. So I yeah. would I, I wouldn't put it past them being like I mean if they didn't mean it, it was fucking gold. It yeah. still kinda works, yeah. One of those ones where you're like it, it kinda lines up. Like you kinda just think about it. I mean, I've thought about it. I don't know. It kinda makes sense to make him oh. seem like more of an evil fucking person and then just like to say well, that like to stay stay out of my way when you had fucking Captain America and him first introducing and this is how they're fucking first introducing you feel me. So it's like it's yeah. different, but That's it's true. in like the same way, like the same way how they're telling their stories for Winter Soldier and Cap, you know, and, uh, Falcon and how they're like showing it in different perspectives. I yeah. feel like they might, they've done that with that line, dude. Like, it's like a compare it, contrast. Yeah. yeah so, like, no, Captain America's like, hey, no, it's cool on your left. But he's like, stay the fuck out of my way. I'm a bulldozer, yeah, dude. Like, I'll move around you. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm flexible versus like, get out of my way. If we're going in the same direction, I want you to move. Yeah. And I feel like I mean, it shows so much of his character. I mean, yeah, that makes more of the point that I was saying where it's like, he doesn't, he doesn't seem to get what being cap, like he, he's not yeah. really getting it. Like, he's like, I command respect. You know, it's like when somebody like a yeah. bad manager, yeah. like, oh, no, I'm your boss. Therefore you have to respect. You're my manager, therefore you do a different job that I than I do, but it doesn't mean that you're better than me. It doesn't mean that I need to serve you. I'm only gonna laugh at your jokes if they're funny. <laughs> Don't be a jerk. <laughs> I'm gonna take 30 minute shits and just still take my break and lunch, bitch. Exactly. I'm gonna clock in, then use the bathroom, and then get to work if you're a jerk. If you're a good manager, I'll be there right on time. What do you do? Fire me? Well, yeah, kind of. (laughs) I'll do the bare minimum then. Just watch. I'm so good at this. No employee in a month. Or, or it's like, look, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take my shit anyway. So if you need me, that's fine. But I'm taking my laptop into the bath. It doesn't work if you're working like with food. That's true. I'm gonna chop these onions in the bathroom. Don't worry, I'll come right back. I'll wash my hands and everything. Yeah, you out here. 
Let me know where you're working. I don't want to go there. Chopping onions in the bathroom. If they put you to work, man. I mean, the onions will color up the smell of shit. So I don't know. It's a win-win, really. Cook them a little longer, you know. Who cares? <laughs> the show so far hasn't really talked about it him actually being winter soldier and i'm wondering how much that's going to matter later on the show and what i mean by that is like they didn't even really utilize his skills very much in that fight that short fight scene on the train so i'm wondering if they're waiting for like a big moment for him to kind of come out of his fighting shell and use all his super strength and all that jazz and stuff because they haven't really done it yet i think that was to showcase how powerful those the group was though yeah at the same time. because i mean they, they were also two they were like two yeah. pairs of, of dudes on either side that were like yeah. kind of they were holding yeah, like, him well, down he was getting yeah. punched so like build three on one. and he didn't he didn't realize like there was a threat so he was a bit too trusting this reminds me though for talking about john walker having any superpowers in that scene in particular the reason that i don't think he has it yet if he's gonna have it is he goes to punch carly she grabs his hand and then throws him or grabs his hand and then like kicks him or something like that but basically she stops a punch and i think if you guys are basically the same like superpowered individuals i think she would have had to like kind of lock it not, I don't think you could just hold somebody's arm if they're about as strong as you are and they're throwing a punch at you. I know I can't. I think I can't. other people can't either. <laughs> Who the fuck can? I don't. I don't think people can. I think you leave, can kind of like it, block leave it in dodge. the comments. Leave it in the comments. I want to see who the fuck could do that. I know you guys got links. You guys be googling shit. So obviously we know that they're going to be using Zemo. They're going to be talking, getting information from him to help them with these flag smashers. Or the super serum, right? That That's probably what he's... Yeah. I think the only way he could be a villain or antagonist in this, honestly, is if he, which is 100% plausible, if he has to help Cap and Sam and plays them. I don't, at this point, think he is in charge of the Flag Smashers at this point. Yeah, no. I thought that I thought that at first, just because <laughs> the trailer and whatnot, and I was like, okay, they're, they're the goons, and he's the, right. the ringleader. But they, they seem like totally separate. It's like they're fighting against this like power broker guy and he has ties to Hydra. Oh, or at least I think he has ties to Hydra and he, he's probably the one who got uh, Isaiah and who got, potentially yeah. gave Bucky the powers. And So he's kind of like behind the scenes and people yeah. are being affected by that. But yeah, Zemo might be like, I think he has, there's a bigger chance of him being like saved or helped or working with the power broker guy. And if there's any bigger, you know, that AI guy, that was in uh, Winter Soldier, the, the the Nazi scientist that turns himself yes. into like a computer. Yes. I, I saw a video where like they were saying like they think he's going to be the big bad. Oh uh, shit, for real? Oh yeah, yeah like, you- and it would one hundred percent be Hydra. Then he was that's, part of Hydra. So, so if the power broker has any ties to Hydra, and he's still basically Hydra, and then Zemo, oh, I think he's kind of. But he was against everything, though. So he might, like, play people against each other to get himself out and to, right. to wreak havoc and stuff like that. It kind of feels like there's, like, multiple enemies. <laughs> like, I don't... But everybody's just kind of, like, existing and fighting one yeah. another. It's, it's only episode two, so, like, they're putting mystery out there for sure. It could be any of these. It could be none of them. It could be, like you said, somebody else. Yeah, that they haven't introduced. The only way for him to be an antagonist or a villain, Zemo is if he gets out of prison. That's what it seems like, at least. The only way he would get out, A, if he's broken out, which I don't know who would do that, but that could be another character that comes into play. Or if for some reason Bucky and Sam have to get him out for them for him to be able to help them further. That makes sense. Right. What it you know the And what the if town? he uses that to get out of jail prison and then he, you know, does his master plan or whatever. Cause um that kind of neon lit city 
that we see in the trailer, mm. he he might need to like show them where it's at. Like maybe it's like he might be like, "You guys are never gonna get in. You're Avengers or like your your known enemies. You're gonna need somebody who knows the inside this CD underground world." To get in, Forgive I'm gonna be your called. guide. It, it's like a some sort of island. Forgive us called, and in the comics, that's where they meet Wolverine, and people are freaking out online, thinking that they're gonna fucking introduce Wolverine. Maybe I, I no longer. I still think it's Silver the Surfer. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Silver Surfer, he's gonna be there. You, know you know what is Silver Surfer? My dick. That's who Silver Surfer is. You want to see it? <laughs> It needs blood, man. Gary. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think, like, you're right. I think one of his stronger characteristics, Zima, is that he's, like, kind of a smart dude. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, like, essentially, like, what he did in Winter Soldier was, like, or Civil War, I mean, was get superheroes to fight one another. He was like, I'm not even going to fight you. You guys are going to fight yourselves. So this is, this series is setting it up. So, like, he has a lot of pieces to play with if that's the way that he's going to be a villain. Kind of like a messed up puppet master. I think that's what has the most questions, honestly, is what what kind of person he's going to be and what he what he's going to have to bring to the table whether good or bad in in this show and i think that's probably what episode three is going to bring into into play they still have to bring in sharon carter too so mm-hmm. you know how like we were we got really stoked on um I, I think it was like this the third to last episode of wandavision it was like really building and it was really exciting and then the second to last one was like let's recap <laughs> previously yeah. on and i was like ah oh, damn yeah i wanted you to build the story further so like right now it's like it took one step forward and then it might be like, ooh, let's take a step back. <laughs> yeah. I know for a fact the next episode is not like that. Well, hopefully Sharon will be in the next one. We need to go an episode without mentioning a Carter name where I get all flustered. So <laughs> I mean, I think the next few things that I'm gonna be looking out for are um seen as I kind of think John Walker is gonna be a kind of a villain. Or you know, like we're I think we're all kind of feeling that, like like ah, he's kind of a douche. Like when when does he take it to the next level from being just like a douche to being like an actual kind of a semi-villain antagonist yeah. of sorts? Yeah. Yeah. That that's kind of like the next they're all gonna go to the same place. Oh, something something that that I um was pointed out to me was um when um Sam mentions the big three aliens robots or wizards yeah i don't remember if it was war- robots but basically like those aliens three, yeah that. well what was the second thing cyborgs it was or robots it was, it was robots yeah aliens robots or, or robots and- wizards when when he does the big three john walker says something like that too so bucky's like what nobody says maybe bucky's out of it because he's out of a lot of things but john walker says oh do you think it's the big three and Sam's like, all right, cool. Like, you know, he knows it. However, a few seconds later, Sam's like, how did you guys track down the Flag Smashers? We tracked you through Red Wing. So we're wondering, are they listening to his yes. conversations? Right, Don't dude? Like, it, dude, what how, the fuck? How, how much, how much, you know, it's like, it's kind of a dumb moment where he's like, it's, it's, we're the government, you have government property. It's like, remember, it's government property. We, we kind of know that. However, how much of their conversations are being listened to? How often are they being tracked? How many different ways are they being tracked? So they might just be waiting for these guys to find something and then just show up. And then if yeah. and then if he's like, stay out of my way, however, I'm going to follow you, <laughs> you know, and then fight you whenever you find something. That could be how that builds. It, it could be too, like, he's he's desperate to, like, be liked as, as Cap, that he's kind of doing these little shady things, like following them, because he knows that they're going to find what he's essentially looking for. So he knows, look, these two guys are going to always be in the right place at the right time. So if I follow them, I can also be in the right place at the right time. It's smart. I kind of 
I get that dynamic. Like, yeah, it's shady, but I don't really necessarily see that totally as like a. Oh no, 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 I was saying like that's how the that's how their um, the paths are going to keep crossing. It's like they're just going to be following them. I th- I think he's gonna he's gonna start off in the show for at least a few episodes. Because remember, there's only six episodes, so we're literally oh, the shit, really? third episode. Yeah, we're almost halfway. at the halfway point. So. Wow. Um, I feel like the next couple of episodes, he's going to be the antagonist and then big shit's about to happen and he's going to realize he's way over his head and he's going to actually need to be saved. And Sam and Bucky and probably Sharon are going to end up saving him. And he's at that point, he's going to something's going to happen with the shields. Who, whoever has a shield, I don't know. Still think Falcon. I don't think, I think he's the shield picks. The shield picks. It's like the like sword. Do- like Dr. Strange's yeah. fucking cape. Here, you guys don't have to watch the show. Here's what's going to happen. He's going to be the antagonist about this whole thing. <laughs> They're going to have to save him, right? So they'll save him from whoever the bad, the big bad is. The Flag Smashers will come in, and they'll actually be on the side of Bucky and Sam. All big, happy family. And they'll save whatever threat they have, right? Uh, John Walker will give up the shield. Sam will take it. And at the very end, now that Zemo... Well, now that Zemo helped them, he's going to uh, end up being like they're going to show him as him being a villain somehow for the next upcoming whatever it leads into. Isn't Zemo like a fucking clear beer or some shit? There was there was pictures leaked of him on set, like of him holding the the beanie or the mask or whatever that he wears in the comics. All right, I, I thought that was already. I thought that was in the trailer actually. He asked to. I mean, unless like them, that's just him out like in the yard. Anything else? I don't think so. Oh. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We are a family of nerds. We appreciate everybody who supports us. Um, my name is McFly. To my right is Greg Lopez. He's out. And to my left is Interscope. Adios, turd nuggets. Yeah.